What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Peter Bolden, with my uh, esteemed co-host. See, Craig, look how nice that was. That was very nice, Peter. Dr. You must Craig be feeling Bodak. nice today. I am. I am. Um, I'm excited. I've got a new friend and someone I've reached out to just personally to help me through navigate through some dental uh, tech concerns of my own. Dr. Aaron DeForest, host of the Dental Tech Up YouTube channel. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, that's right. Good, good. So, Aaron, I'm going to give everyone a little context to how I found you. So, I I was right before we hit record, we actually were talking about dental software and how Craig was kind of relaying his pains about the fact that he's on Dentrix and it needs this to talk to this to talk to this. And so, I, being with EagleSoft, I got so frustrated that I'm making the pivot to an enterprise cloud based solution, of which Aaron had put some YouTube videos out there that really were very helpful in answering my questions. So, I had some deeper level questions, reached out to Aaron, I was really stimulated with what he was doing and just the whole thesis of what he's started a YouTube channel on, which was dental tech and how confusing it is for dentists. And uh, we just had a good conversation. I was like, man, you need to come on the podcast and tell everybody, um, you know, the, the cool tech shit that's happening in dentistry. So so here we are. Here yeah, we are. I appreciate but, it. Aaron, where are you located, bud? I'm uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Nice. And you just got out of school, if I remember us talking correctly, right? Maybe the past five years? Yeah, 2017. 2017. Okay. And you practiced with your father, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, cool. that's kind of how... That's I got awesome. into all this. Me too. But they How- have, Craig, they have totally different softwares, totally different practices. Um, wow. And that's, and that's cool. how Aaron had found the uh, the software that I'm converting to at the at the turn of the year, beginning of the year, rather. It's called transitioning to, by the way, I think, not converting. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it is, no, I'm just giving Pete a, a little... I'm just yeah. I'm sorry. There's an inside joke. I just had to just sting Peter with real quick. <laughs> hey, Aaron, I got a quick question for you, bud. Um, yeah. How long? How long you? Uh, how long has your dad been a dentist? My dad's been a dentist since oh, was it 1985? So okay, so he's been going on pretty long now. Uh, so how old is he now? Oh, uh, he's like 60, 61. Oh, so yeah, that's to Peter and I, those are young guys, but it's pretty common. I, I work with my dad, my grandfather was a dentist and um, it's uh, it's interesting, isn't it? I could tell by having separate softwares and everything. Yeah, Craig's family invented dentistry. There's like 19 generations. Of, right. Uh, well, my uncle GV Black once told me, um, extension for know. prevention. He said, he said, cut the shit out of some teeth and hope it stays in. Yeah. <laughs> Methinks we should cut thine teeth. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how I got into everything. I came into his practice and I just like looked around like, okay, well, you know, actually I convinced him to buy this pano before I even got out of college. Or what is this pano school. you speak of, Aaron? Yeah, I know. I know. So and like, I got him to spend, you know, like 10 grand on it, which, you know, is pretty good for a pano, I think. And then I went yeah. to install it. And I was like, wait, I had to check to see if it like worked with the software. Everything just doesn't work fluidly. Uh, so yeah. I spent some time, spent some hours and finally, you know, found some Twain drivers and got it to work. But it just blew my mind how far technology was from being fluid. And, and- and that's been the theme in dentistry. You see that with, you know, um, 
closed closed loop systems, you know, Serac and, and some of the scanners we've got. It's obviously the software, by God, it's all closed garden. Serac's open now, by the way. I know. but it I know. I'm just, just so I, yeah, I know. It was the, oh, we have proprietary, this proprietary. Well, that. look at I'm the soft, look at the supply houses too, Pete. We can't even sell that. You have to go to Patterson or Shine. Like mm-hmm. there's even that, like you can't even buy it, you know, from one source. Talk about Why can't everything stuff? just be open source? Everything needs to be open source. It will we all fight for open source that's just the way that the tech world works and it's just so funny how tolerant we've been in dentistry about allowing proprietary this and so being like yeah i'm gonna sign up for that because that's cool you'll just hold me hostage in perpetuity i'm, I'm down with that yeah sounds yeah. good and every like dentist has to be their own has to do their own research on every technology like you see a whole bunch of dentists saying like, oh, well, this is what I use. This is what I use. I went to YouTube, try to find videos on like, you know, the cloud software and there was nothing. Nothing. And I was like, nothing. well, if I'm going to do the research to determine what I want to buy, I might as well just put in a video and, you know, put it out on the internet, help other people so they don't have to do the same thing. But you've done that a lot with more than just software, right? Because as Craig right. said, before we hit record, general software doesn't light me up. Right. Um, yeah. So, so we're not I, was, I was just keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, that was fair. It's, hey, it's fun. After you're... Uh, last podcast greg you just want to stay real huh <laughs> i want to stay woke, woke. Yeah. we pete and i went to woke school just in our last podcast woke uh, we won't mention won't mention any names but it was woke training okay. I, didn't, I didn't realize so i didn't realize this, yeah. so, Aaron, you're, you're starting a channel to stay on the precipice of dental tech called dental tech up and so you're going to be reviewing lots of products giving your insight and feedback from the clinician side as well as the tech side correct right yeah so okay. pretty much i've been reviewing uh interval cameras lately I reviewed mm-hmm. the Shofu iSpecial C3 camera, which is more like a point-and-shoot camera made specifically I have, I have for it. dentistry. Do you? Yeah, and that's that's one of the one cameras I feel like a lot of people don't even know about. Yeah, I've like had it for made, like four years. Yeah, and it, I actually think there's a lot of like what's the what's the price point it. on that? Uh, it's I think it's right around twenty seven, twenty eight hundred dollars. So it's a it's a hefty Dang. price tag versus you know a regular DSLR S- camera. SLR. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let's as opposed to like you know why don't why don't we talk about why you like that? Yeah, I kind of want to go through some of the tech because honestly, as old school as camera technology is, and I'm gonna say obviously it's not as fancy as 3D printing and stuff like that that's coming on the market. But from right. a return on investment standpoint, there is still nothing higher than quality intra or shots whether that be occlusal or whatever so there's you can you can really do a lot of dentistry and educate a lot of dentistry in your chair if you've got the right uh high quality photography what what floors me is that how many dentists do not take any kind of photographs whatsoever so literally it's communication via just trust me there's a crack in this right hey Um, pete do you just a quick housekeeping item i don't know this about your practice but do you take a series of retracted and intraoral shots on every patient we take a 10 on every new yeah me too every single and actually Craig and I demand from the hygiene side that when I when we come in to do a check, there is an occlusal. Me too. The occlusal up on the screen. Me too. Um, on the TV in front, like that is what I want. I don't want to see X-rays. I don't want. I, don't, I want to see occlusal, and, and because at the end of the exam, that's what we're going to start discussing. And the patient gets to look at that and say, "God dang, that's you know those buildings are ugly." No, no. The first question is, "Whose mouth is that?" Yeah, whose mouth is that? Right. <laughs> that's you so, know what's so funny when patients say that like, "Is that my mouth?" And I say, I always say the same thing like, "Oh my God, no, that's actually." And their name is like Claire Jones. I'm like, "That's Claire Jones's mouth." Oh, that's you. Yes, that is your mouth. You know, just to like mess around with it, just to be funny. 
but no, uh, I, I sometimes. So do. Aaron, tell us how, you know, and one thing I've struggled with, I have a, a house full of DSLRs and <laughs> the team, you know, let's just say there's, it's highly technical because there's all these F-stops and this foot. And if someone tweaks the camera, now no one knows how to fix it. So yep. I'm guessing the problem that you're solving with this, I think you said Shofu, is that yeah. point and shoot? It's it. Let's just say it's not. It you know I don't want to it's, say dummy proof. It's, it, it's just I want to make right. sure it's like it's the simplest solution to things not getting uh, messed up in our offices, which they do. Right. So I think like their main thing that they try to do is they try to make it for assistance, mm -hmm. and they try to. It's only like one point three pounds, so it's really like lightweight, and you can hold with one hand. But the thing is, it has like eight different modes on it, so like mm -hmm. everything is like picture based on this camera. So you kind of choose what mode you want. If you want to just do standard mode for like orthodox, or kind of maybe just you know take regular pictures that you would compare to like surgery pictures where the person has to be farther away. But what it does, once you choose a standard mode, then you actually have, you know how normal zoom, it tells you like one zoom, two zoom, three zoom, mm -hmm. and you yep. just kind of guess where you need to be. Well, actually at the zoom, it has pictures of the teeth. Yep. So all the way zoomed in shows you like the, maybe one to two teeth if you're doing like anterior shot where right. if you medium zoom it's one to be, one yeah yeah it's going to be the smile and then uh -huh. zooming out even farther it's going to be even you know bigger it's going to maybe show the chin also so you kind okay. of you're kind of it's kind of telling you okay what image do you want to do you, once you choose that image then it tells you how far away you need to be from the patient the actual hmm. camera itself and then once you're at that distance, you can kind of hold the shutter button halfway down and it will light up green if everything's correct. And yep. well, we use them all the time. We got four of them here, five of them here. Do you really? All right. Yeah, so there's, awesome. there's a lot of value in that. Even though the price tag kind of just startled me, I'm, I see a lot of value in that. Well, I mean, listen, if it, if it mitigates training, it's worth it. I mean, staff over has the largest percentage of our, of our, of our business, all of our businesses. So if you can take someone and make them into a great photographer really quickly, that's going to be worth it. You said something, Aaron, right before you hit record that I want to touch upon, which is drives me batty. You said that, you know, when we we're talking about a software, you said there was no dentist anywhere near them when they designed this. And I just find that in general, dentist products, not just the dental products that are de designed for us as dentists, but dental products that are designed for the consumer. I'm mm -hmm. like, we're like, there's a, I don't want to mention names, but there's a special toothbrush that's very popular, right? I picked it up. It's very, very popular right now. I put it in my mouth and I realized the head is not vibrating. The handle's vibrating. <laughs> so really, it, it gives the sensation that, well, my <laughs> hand is going crazy. Shit, this must be getting the crap off my teeth. And I, I tested it like rudimentary. Like I put like, I felt, I put the, the handle in water and yeah. it effervesced and I put the head in water and it effervesced less. So it's like. <laughs> I think that's fake news. That's fake news. There's no way that the popular. Yes, 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 yes. I don't want to talk about it. I'll leave it alone. But it just right. goes to show me that there's a bunch of people sitting around in many aspects of our industry, both towards the consumer and towards the dentist where there's no freaking dentist anywhere. Right. It's, it's like everyone's looking at like, how can I get a piece of this dentistry thing without right. having right. to go through school? <laughs> right. Hey, let's, and, let's cook up a direct, let, let's do endo direct club, right? Right. Hey, how do yeah. we get that? You know, the silly dentists, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Right. Like a little, and so Mike, yeah. So that's another thing that I'm trying to do at while I'm, I'm trying to do videos that are specifically for dentists so they can realize what they want to purchase without actually having to purchase a product or talk to anyone else. I also want to get to the point where I can influence how dental technology and software and all that is made so that it can be, you know, for dentists by, you know, not by dentists, but at least help them do what we want 
want or maybe what we don't even know that we want because that's really what I'm looking at. I'm trying to look past what everybody else I feel like is just looking at each other thing. Oh yeah, I can make a version of that. And it's like, well, what does, what do dentists want in the future that like we don't even know that we want? And that's, that's what mm-hmm. I'm excited about. Can I ask you something about the cloud real quick? Cause I, um, yeah. just, I'm going to, I'm going to show how dumb I am with this stuff, but oh, it's all good. Big, big, dumb animal, big, dumb animal. That's what Pete's new name for me. Thank you. I told you, Pete, if you call me, I'm going to get really pissed. <laughs> it's on right now. Like, that's like the worst thing you could ever call me. Big, dumb animal. <laughs> Hey, Aaron, uh, he's six five, so it's. Uh... I just, I, I actually told him that, like, Pete, do me a favor. He's like, "What's up, bud?" I'm like, "Just never call me that," and he just freaking did it. Not only, not only did I not call you, I waited till a podcast to say. Right, it. right, all right. I'm gonna let that slide. Don't, don't. You're gonna ruin my whole train of thought here. Yeah. So the cloud. So from from what I understand, that the difficulty is is an imagery, right? So is practice management software that's dig that's cloud based. Are the images hosted locally, or are they stored in the cloud as well? They, depending on what you use, depending on the software you use, they're stored on the cloud. You know, if you're, depending on obviously what you're, you know, if they say they're stored in the cloud, they're going to be stored in the cloud. The uh, hard part is, is getting the, maybe the technology, you know, the camera, the software that works with your cloud software. Okay. So what I've kind of found a little bit is the more expensive cameras and stuff is they really have the kind of resources behind them to create the technology for the different softwares. So not only is, you know, you get a little bit, you know, better product with the more expensive camera, they actually can back up their support and create technology that will help, you know, work with the cloud a little bit better. And is the lag an issue download, uh, bringing down those big images or, I mean, it can't so, be as fast as having it locally. Can I mean, it? You can't have dial up anymore, Craig, you got to upgrade. Right. So the images, right. I don't. Wow. You're in think... a tear today, Pete. I'm storing <laughs> yeah. all these freaking things, bro. I'm going to freaking launch on you in a minute. I'm going to go toe to toe with me. So the images really aren't as big as you would think. Like they're not, they're not your phone images. You know, okay. they're not like 10 megapixels or anything, you know, crazy like that. But the file size is pretty small. Talking about if you do, you know, show food or stuff like that, you, you might have after, you know, thousands of patients, it may play a role, but I really don't think it's going to be like lag. Like you're, you might be thinking like, yeah, it, cause it, my it, database is stupid. I know that it's like Tara, like, I, I don't know. I'm going to blow this whole jargon, but from what I understand, it's like a lot per day, like a terabyte per day or something stupid. No, yeah. no, it's not well, a terabyte a day. I'll, I'll find on. out what it is. I'll Gee, I don't know what it is. Jeez, I, I, you're not the Library of Congress. Come on. Give me, come on. No, I, I'm going to find out what it is. So just <laughs> well, keep talking amongst yourselves. A terabyte a day. I don't know, also, man. I said I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, Craig. Yes, sir. It's, it's a good thing you're handsome. <laughs> well, thanks for softening the weather. <laughs> I think it also yeah. plays a role if you're on a shared driver versus like a yeah. personal driver. And server, that's, that was actually something that I chose to look for too, was that Greg, some of these cloud softwares will actually commingle, if you will, uh, data and they'll put it into a big pool. So you have to look for one that is uh, not shared. It's your own allocation of cloud. And right now, AWS is kind of, you know, Amazon's web services is kind of dominating that space for cloud computing. But it should it, actually, Greg, it's cool. There's compression technology. I mean, it's no different than like Netflix. You think like, how the hell do we stream a damn HD movie? That's true. To our, right. And so yeah, there's compression technology back there that allows for it to come through. Cool. And so we're not even doing a movie. You're doing so, just static images. So from what you're saying, then it's not, it's, it's, it's not an, if every PMS will be um, cloud-based, it's a when it's absolutely going to be a when, correct? It, yeah, it should be. And it and it needs to be, in my opinion, because it's been the biggest, and, and hear me out, it's been the biggest impediment to my growth has been my software. The number one thing, hmm. right? And, and I so think I finally, yeah. go ahead. 
Go ahead, Aaron. No, I think it's going to grow into something more important than we actually realize. We kind of have an understanding of what we think practice management software is right now, but I think in the future, it's going to be much bigger and be much more important than you think because it can do all the, it's one of the few places that computers can definitely automate dentistry and it's yeah, my, in practice. My database is 4.5 terabytes total. So not, that, it's not, it's not CT stuff though. 4.5 right. terabytes. Yeah. Not, so not one big... terabyte per day. Although I like that. I'm going to, I'm just going to stick with that. One terabyte per day. Hmm, one $1 million dollars active data is what he's saying. Um, yeah. Aaron, let's pivot to, uh, no, I'm not, yet, I'm not done yet, man. I'm not done. I'm not done. I won't keep aggressive. going. I want to go deep aggressive. down. So Aaron, um, you, you mentioned something that was enticing for me and it's hard yeah. to get me even to pay attention when you're talking dental software, but you said, I think that PM at the practice management software is going to be something that's totally different. Can you give me what you believe it's going to be? Like, I, I'm, I'm just curious what your vision is. So I can tell you part of my vision. I mean, I kind yeah. of touched on it a little bit, but I think because it's one of the few things that can be automated, it can be the most AI and stuff like oh, that cool. being used. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that can play the most role in that versus other parts like of dentistry where everything kind of to a degree has to be done by a person. Aaron, I mean, are there, how techy are you, Aaron? Do you, do you know what GitHub is? I've heard of GitHub. Um, I've talked to someone that's using it, but I don't, I don't off the, I didn't really look into it. So, so I love how you're, you're touching on AI because Craig and I are actually about to speak about in, in a month in Whistler at a conference from Arum Labs. And uh, can um, I just can I just correct you? What? Orum. 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 I know. Orum. Orum. It's okay. I just. Uh, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why I slowed that together. Anyway. What was it? Yeah. Orum. Orum. Yeah. Thanks for the correction. Anyway, uh -huh. it's it's literally speaking on the dental disruption, mm -hmm. um, the, the the things that are happening in dental disruptions, and obviously tech. Whenever you talk about disruption, tech plays a massive role. And so there's hardware disruption, there's software disruption, and there's industry disruption. And so when I started looking at doing some research for this presentation, um, I was looking at, you know, what is going on in terms of AI diagnostics, because that's going to play a part in the integration of the software. And what I found was that there's actually people developing. So GitHub is a repository of people creating code for specific things that are solving, right? And it's kind of a shared database of people doing whatever they want. And there was actually already a, diagno a dental diagnost uh, AI open source coding for AI that identifies if it's a tooth or an implant, the restoration. And so it, what, what I was thinking to myself was, wow, this is going to save millions of hours of dentistry time, millions of human hours per year in dentistry if this gets put in. Because we input, we take an x-ray, we take pictures, and then we chart it out. And we write in, you know, color code the chart and do this and that. Imagine if that, imagine if a computer could digitize and, and do that for us. Think yeah. of the millions what? of hours that it would save. I mean, just um, think about just one intro example, cameras. Right? You know, I mean, you use yeah, an intro camera, camera and it just gets the picture and it automatically charts everything. Totally. Yeah, that or, that. you know, and, and using intro cameras and then applying like, you know, like the DSD stuff or, or uh, Kappa Nu stuff where, where you're actually able to augment you know, from an augmented reality perspective, be able to put up stuff that, oh, this is what it'll look like. Hey, Mr. Jones, when we replace this implant back there, this is what it'll look like, right? Like, why shouldn't yeah. we have a Snapchat filter that shows Mrs. Jones the dream of filling in and why it looks better to do that versus, you know, um, so it's just a cool time. And I think there's a convergence of, of tech and dentistry happening. And I think, you know, medicine seems to get it first. 
with a lot of cool stuff and dentistry is a is a gets it gets it after well, well just imagine just imagine the ai on a um, patient intake software so like in the medical history like do you snore do you have hypertension do you have uh clenching grinding then it automatically spits out like a video that's prepared for them like you know based on the answers you've written we think that you know you might be at risk for sleep apnea and periodontal disease and blah 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 blah, blah. just i mean it's so easy to give you know these these algorithms i mean that's what te- that's what medicine does you mm-hmm. know they just, just look at a confluence of factors been seven years since my last dental visit you know my gum bleed check clicking all these things like you know based on the answers you just gave you may be at risk for periodontal disease if you'd like to learn more click here uh, you know what i'm saying it's just this intuitive thing by the way i just texted you a business idea peter i, I figured uh, my brain's kind of going crazy right now too yeah so aaron i love that you're i love that you're literally created a channel when i first discovered your channel in full disclosure i was like what are you going to talk about like in, you know going forward and you were telling me kind of the vision and the goals and the dreams you had for this channel i was like that seems hefty but now that i think of it and craig even spinning off business ideas secretly behind the scenes to me here um <laughs> it's it's imp- it's not only going to be cool for you because you're going to be you're going to become obviously the influencer in that space of a much needed thing but, but dentistry is going to become more and more tech and as like i said as i've unpacked this presentation that craig and i are going to do there's robotics and there's ai and there's cloud and there's blockchain all these things are tech yeah yeah right and it's going to be tech to make us to make things in our life as dentists easier better faster but you better be aware that you will potentially be disrupted and disruption isn't bad it just means keep your head up right yeah no, right? i agree and um it just depends so, on what your appetite for uh disruption is what is your yeah. appetite for disruption as as uh, axel Ro- axel axel rose would say welcome yeah. to the jungle baby uh, you're gonna yeah if you <laughs> I mean, want it you're gonna have to pay yeah. That's the try. Like, it's the price you pay to be in the. I have ideas that that there's ideas that I have that I'm you know obviously can to myself, but the way that dentists can disrupt and it's just not being done yet. And I think everybody's looking at how things are going to disrupt dentistry, but I think there's ways to use this technology to disrupt everything else you, with the use of dentists. Unpack and I think that that's, if you can. Yeah, I think that's cool too. So no, I want you to unpack that a little bit more. Well, I, he, I he's got some cryptic idea. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. I have to get tell. to the point where I can influence companies to want to listen to me instead uh-huh. of me just sending emails to people and be like, well, who is that? And yeah. not answer me back or whatever. But I think there's ways for dentistry to disrupt other fields without, mm-hmm. you know, instead of everybody just looking at us, how about we start looking at everybody else too? And that's, that's hefty. Well, look, that's I mean, look at 20, look at 23 and me. It's, it's a company based on spit, right? Mm-hmm. The whole yeah. thing is spit. Well, it's based on genomics and, and right. But, but the, the, the medium is saliva. <laughs> You know, so like, hey, that's our territory. We own yeah, saliva. Right. Beat Come it, on. 23 and me. Yeah, beat it. Go take some blood or semen. Come on, man. That's our that's our area. That's right. Craig, Craig. What? It's PG, isn't it? I don't know. I, I guess it just became PG. Aaron, how old are you? You look quite young. Are you over 21? <laughs> I am. Yeah. So then fuck it. We're fine, Pete. 29? We're fine. We're fine. We're fine, Pete. Don't. Um, he's just worried because you look young. And oh, because I look young. Yeah, no, he's I'm worried. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I think I saw a patient the other day that like looked at me and was like so confused that I wasn't 60 years old. I was like, yeah. oh, do, hi. Could, hey, you guys got Dr. time for a story? Doctor nose and ears. Doctor nose and ears. Do you, do you have a? Do you have time for a story? So I work with my dad. My dad's 78 now. He was 60 when I joined the practice. So I we had a patient. Um, and there was a lot of confusion about which Dr. Spodak people wanted to see. So the patient had my dad work on them. And at the end, uh, said to my dad, you know, listen, you are very good. I wish you the very best of luck, you know, with your training. But do you mind next time if I see the older Dr. Spodak? And my dad was like 65 years old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> My dad's like, I'm 65. You're 52. Like, how much older do you want me? That's freaking crazy. 
That's amazing. I've never heard that story. I've heard yeah. lots of your stories, sometimes yeah. multiple times. And you never stopped me, which is so nice. I love it because because they're yeah, they're just so charming. Hey, you uh, know what? Um, my IT guy, because I've been texting him like crazy. He's telling me about all this stuff. He's saying, uh, you know, this is what you have four point five terabytes. He says, what do you pay per gig? Is the question for data only? You pay ten cents a gig. So I just joke around. Can you do it for nine cents? <laughs> He says, so he, so Craig, wait, hold on a second. So you're, you're talking about, he's probably talking about backup. I have no idea. You know, cause you have your own server. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. So you're saying you're talking about backup. Yeah. Um, but he wants me which, to mention him clear dental, Tom Orlando. There you go, buddy. No plugging. No plugging. Okay. Okay. Delete that. Delete <laughs> plugging that. all day. No yeah. plugging. Jeez. Oh, I don't know. Um, Aren't we plugging Aaron right now? That's right. No, we're no, we're Plug. extracting value, Craig. Oh, that's that true. The, okay, strike that, that the for thesis. the record, then. Yeah, that is the yeah. thesis of the podcast. Jeez. But since All I right, brought Aaron. it up, this this podcast brought to you by coffee. <laughs> Aaron, let's talk about. So we've talked about cameras. We've talked about some cool software. What other trends or like low hanging fruit in the tech space do you see? Hmm. Let's see. I mean, cloud software is definitely the big one. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, internal camera, digital X-rays. You know, I think. I, I think the whole uh, integration thing really needs to be one of the things really looked at by these companies, you know, so it's not mm-hmm. a specific product, but it's yep. these companies saying, Hey, we're going to work together. You mean going more open source or yeah, at least open source open or just, or Twain drivers. Cause Twain's a, a what am I trying, a protocol that allows for, yeah. you know, it's agnostic with who it works with, if you will. So I think, you know Twain, did you know yeah. Twain was actually a pen name? That was not his real name. I know. I don't know. Pete, you're so pissed. Know. You're so pissed. Look at your face. You're so freaking pissed. So you, well, you, you guys want me to just tune out for a minute? Check some emails. No. <laughs> just because just you're the anti-tech up dentist doesn't mean that you can have... That's right. Anti. You anti. Anti-tech. <laughs> tech. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm fine. So I, just like I think Wayne. these companies are uh, not realizing how willing they are to work together. Because I talk to all these companies. I usually even talk with the tech people of these companies getting to use their stuff. And they're all like saying like, yeah, we're willing to work with whoever. Hit us up. And I don't think anybody hits them up. And they just, you know, they kind of just sit there and do their own thing. And I think they could really be focusing on working with each other and making the products, you know, better with each other mm. and more, you know, I think that's the low hanging fruit that like, you know, dentists can't specifically buy, but they can say, Hey, how about you like go out and actually work with the product I already have instead of try making me maybe buy a different one or whatever. Yeah. But like as a pain concern, I mean, I hear what you're saying. So you're saying most manufacturers are open to uh, suggestions from the industry. Right. You're saying, right. Yeah. I think that's tough. Like Craig says, like a lot of dentists just don't know what, what they need. And honestly, if you're a paying customer, sometimes you feel like, well, you should have an R and D. I don't know. Like that, you know, we got enough to do. That, that, right. That, and that's know, lean in, lean into our people that we're already paying, you know? And that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> It's like, okay, how about you have one guy who's just kind of taking, you know, taking it for the team and just focusing on dental technology so that everybody else can learn about it and he can still kind of, you know, play a role in trying to make this all work a little bit smoother Mm -hmm. instead of every single dentist trying to do it themselves. And now it's just trying to gain the influence to get there. Yep. And you have, and I know that lots of manufacturers have reached out to you in that, in that regard. And, and obviously, you know, probably they want to get featured on your channel, but in the same, you, you are going to become the spokesperson and the proxy for, from a clinical standpoint to the technical standpoint, which is good. I think you've got 
a good grasp on where the rubber meets the road, if you will, right? When you're right. practicing versus like, okay, this is a cool feature, but like, mm, they just made the life of my assistant really hard, right? Right, or something like that. I mean, I'm and, going back to the software, and that's why I usually my my videos are pretty much informative. I try to show everything that I can, like I use screen recording of everything. Mm. Any pictures that I take, I usually mm. put them on a Google Drive and put them down in like the video description, so that mm -hmm. you can just download the image and see what it looks like on your own computer. And it's not really me saying like, hey, you need to buy this product. It's like, hey, this is the product. This is what it does. And then I move on to the next video and same thing, you know? Hey, Aaron, actually, I thought of something that we had talked about prior to, um, and I really wanted to ask you this question. I am, I am a fan of the, the isolation device, right? And so oh, you had yeah. mentioned talking about like you look at ISOVAC. So you know how there's that one you can get on um, eBay or something? It's like a metal thing. It basically just like, I don't know what it's called, but it's a piece that basically just, it's not as fancy. It doesn't have all the lights and stuff, but it's nice to have in every operatory. You know what I'm talking about? I'll yeah, yeah. Isolite and all. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know it's an Isolite, but there's one that's called a Kona. It's called a Kona adapter. You ever heard of that? Hakuna? Uh, no, uh, not let me. No, Kona. I'm just wondering. So look in Kona adapter. Because it, yeah. it can use the, because um, you can't afford to have isolites and all that stuff. It's, they're great and they are a time saver and they're amazing. And sometimes you look up and you're like, your assistant can, can check her Instagram if she wanted to. Um, yeah. But these Konas are, uh, we've used a lot, even for a hygiene perspective. How do you spell that? K-O-N-A? Kona mm -hmm. adapter? It was yeah. a dry shield. Kona adapter dry shield. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Oh, look and at this. Like, it's on Amazon, bro. Yeah. It's like 50. Well it rated. Like, when I bought it back in the day, it was like 50 bucks or something crazy. Yeah. And it would just, nah. you yeah, it's it 115 here. now. It's well okay, rated. Well, yeah, it's a game changer. If you know, like, let me let me go back and preface it. It doesn't have lights and have all the stuff. But if you need something in all your operatories that's ready to go and you can kind of just leave it there, it's pretty neat because the isolation. Again, you just throw in an iso, you know, some of those uh, retraction suction things, and and you're ready to roll. That's so yeah. cool. I just didn't know. I just didn't. I, I didn't. Know, I know that you had reviewed and looked at iso, iso, you know, isovac versus some other things, but I didn't know if you were aware of, you know, some of these um uh, bootstrapped kind of devices. Oh, there's a cool one here. Like I'm looking at no, Amazon. Check it out. Says dentist wireless rechargeable oral LED light with a bite block and a suction tip for seventy bucks, and it's really well rated. Yep. Super badass on Prime, sixty eight bucks. So that's wow. another thing, Craig. So we talk about disruption, some right? So Amazon is a good resource for looking at like cool technology that we just don't see in our dental literature. Well, right? it's the reviews um, that are the most important thing. Like I would love to know what you think of. Uh, this bonding agent or you know we don't have that we have like you know Facebook but we don't have that that review ground and I would love to know that Aaron or Peter uses this or that you guys are trust you guys it would be so yeah cool. and that's coming and then you know and unfortunately that's going to disrupt the the dental industry and suppliers just like it disrupted retail is when they do decide to pull trigger which they're going to and I think Aaron they've reached out to you as well haven't they what's per the Amazon Amazon sorry. oh yeah I talked to Amazon I talked to them yeah so the they're, they're they're putting their their site on on dentistry for sure and Craig that will for sure come the problem when I talk to them the problem is they're having is making sure that they're authenticated rev uh, reviews with licensure and all that stuff so that so that it doesn't become gamified like some of the other reviews do right yeah for like free products let's face it let's face it look what's in our dental industry now there's a lot of influencers that get money from products and they they sell it mm -hmm. to us too and we're finding out you know, later on, it doesn't work. That's the same thing going true. on in our, our industry. Yeah. That's and that's true. kind of why I like to like show everything. So it's just me, you know what I mean? Like you can put my stuff on mute and still get an idea of what it's like to use the stuff that I'm using. So, um, yeah, actually, Craig, I found that device. I don't know where I was looking for it. was, I think it was developed by a, a hygienist named Mark. Um, 
and he cool. and he does Aaron he does a lot of what you do but with materials I'm sorry with equipment he does a lot of reviews and I need to, I need to look for it and then connect you because maybe you guys could do it it would be cool to do a collaboration but he, but he's testing a lot of dental products whether that's hygiene or, I'll have to look it up but anyway maybe maybe if a listener hears this and knows who I'm talking about they ping us and let us know um, but uh, that's it man I, that's all that's really the only question I got I think we covered a lot software to cameras to the disruption to yeah thanks for having me on Craig any it. burning questions Craig from the anti-tech dentist any burning questions that you that you have that you want answered now speak remember you're the proxy for those uh, behind you so just <laughs> ask away mm, I, I'm good man I'm not anti-tech I'm excited about what's uh, possible and um, happy there's guys like the two of you to, to do the deep dive and uh, look at all the zeros and ones on the screen and make sense of it you all are definitely like not you are definitely not anti-tech <laughs> I'm, I'm busting your ball like yeah. hey Aaron we talked about um, let me tell you a little funny story about the first time I walked in Craig's office it's, number one it looks like the Apple store for dentists for, <laughs> for dentistry huge and it's like glass and like I have one or one nomad in my office one you know <laughs> nomads that the, the, you know they are right yeah the, uh, and actually I just acquired an office and ripped the perfectly good uh, swing arm, x-ray arm stuff <laughs> off the wall because I just, I think the nomads are just super cool. And my assistants yeah. love them, but I digress. So I walked in and like literally went through, walking through Craig's office. I looked on the cabinet in the, in the sterilization and there was like six nomads lined up, all charging <laughs> and ready to go. And then he had like three, three 3D printers going and like just some crazy, crazy stuff going on. So Craig, you are definitely not the anti-tech guy. I know, but I like, I like to take, uh, I like to, I like to represent the old. No, what's cool is that you look, you, you've enlisted people and this, this goes to a higher level conversation, but you, you don't love it and, and you know, it doesn't fire you up. So you've, you've surrounded yourself with people in your ecosystem that, that do do it, right? Yeah. Like the guy you were just texting with, you had him at the ready to answer your questions, which is really cool. So even if you don't love talking about terabytes and gigabytes, you know, this and that, you you actually have the chops because you have the people around. And that's something I there. find funny because most technology is not made specifically for the dentist. It's made for like the people around him or right. her, you know, to uh, to do makes the dental office easier versus actually have the dentist use it, which is kind of truth. I like it. Yeah. Pete, so the, Aaron, I like what you're doing. You're 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 gonna be encouraging more and more what am I trying to say? Better better UI and UX from a software standpoint for dentists. You're looking at exposing things. And I love what you're doing, man. And, and um, I, I encourage everyone to go and subscribe to his page and check it out because there's some good some good intel there that, that I think will help us as, as, uh, as dentists. I so, appreciate it. Um, Aaron, guess what happened today? Something really monumentous happened today. What's that? Just take a wild guess. I uh, have no <laughs> idea. Okay, well, our registration for our upcoming Bulletproof Summit happened today. Early oh, bird exciting. registration. The 2020 Summit. You know why 2020 school is a year? Why is that? Take a guess. 2020 eyesight has nothing to do with Yeah, teeth. exactly. Yes. Exactly. Oh. That's why you that's why people listen to you. Because you right. know what the, you know what's going on. It's the 2020 Vision Summit, which is oh, happening I see. in Houston. Houston, Texas. Right, right down the right down the street. I wanted you. to call it I you know, I wanted to talk about hindsight being 2020 and let that not, but we but Craig, we, we landed on Craig's having perfect vision because he's a good, uh, he's a visionary leader. And that's, uh, that's, no, uh, his, dude, his you feel product. bad. You're, if you, you must feel bad from all the insulting and calling me a big dumb animal. Now you're getting better with me, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I know. It, it's open it's the balance. It's the balance of justice. Dude. It's, you know, I, yeah. can, I can talk about like, I, 
but sometimes I do need to give you child, uh, credit. Yeah. So, so we got the summit opened up. We, the registration opened this morning at 924 and at 942, I saw tickets being sold and I'm like, what? That's cool. So um, it's crazy. we're excited to meet all of you guys February 28th in Houston. If you're new, from New York, I think they call it Houston, right? Like there's a street Houston. in New York. No, they call it Houston. H-Town. 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 Is that really true? Yeah. Hey, but, uh, uh, Aaron, how, how's your marketing prowess for your my practice? Bar- oh, for my practice? That's going good. I, I try to stay, try to keep the two things separate of the dental tech up in the, you know, office. Well, of course. And the practice, of course. Well, it's, it's a, look, it's your side hustle. As we right. say, right? Yeah. Um, and and you're you're a practicing dentist, and and the reason I was saying that is like we've had this is our third summit that we're having, and so and I actually had a call this morning. Craig was like, "Well, I want to, uh, yeah, is this like the other summits?" And I was like, "Similar, but it's going to be completely different content because like two years ago, shit is moving lightning fast. So this this conference is going to be focusing more on the digital marketing and kind of scaling things and, and a really influential really leadership conversation from a really influential Jarek. person, Jarek Robbins, who's an awesome, yeah. awesome dude. Now it sounds yeah. actually so, really interesting. Yeah. So, you know, vision, leadership, and we're doing our, we're doing our own plug here, but it is pretty cool because it's exciting as we're kind of going through, you know, the agenda of what we're going to be talking about. There's just so much cool stuff that, that's, that's coming up in dentistry and things are moving lightning fast. So we talked about disruption in this and you see it in the industry of dental, you know, technology, dental tech, yeah. but just as an industry and a business and consolidation and all these things happening, there's actually new data. Craig, our presentation is going to be different than from a data standpoint or an information standpoint than it was even just two years ago. Oh, for sure. And Pete and I have another podcast that's coming up next week uh, where it's just him and I talking about theory versus practice. And uh, I just want to leave everybody with a little tease. Unfortunately, um, those who are most influential in our field as far as like, you know, doing seminars and stuff like that, Oftentimes, many of those people have never actually practiced at the level that uh, where they've had larger practices, multiple doctors, you know, a couple million dollars in revenue, but you're, they're teaching. So Pete and I are trying to um, go into the idea between theory and practice and theory is cool, but practice and real specific knowledge in, in our fields is really important. So for those that are going to be signing up, if you don't earn 10 times more than you spent because of going to our summit. We're going to give you all your money back. That's pretty darn cool. Which yeah, I like. Aaron, have you ever heard of a 10 times guarantee in, a, in all the CE that you've probably enlisted to go to? I have not. Yeah. Well, now, you ha- we- now you have. Now you now, have. Now I have. have. Now, now I have. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I'm, great, excited. That I'm great, just excited about it. That was a great plug. Great plug. Sorry, and but honestly, it's true. I'm, it's ex- I'm excited to do our presentation at, at Aurum. Aurum. Aurum Group. Aurum. It's like it's like that word I couldn't pronounce when we that one podcast and you just would I don't know why I'm not having it. Aurum. Yeah, that's um, a big deal. We're sharing the stage with uh, Kois, right? Kois and who else? Like real, Kyle real. Stanley, Chris, uh, Christian Coachman. Yeah, right. There's that's a lot of like, big dogs. Yeah, either one of two things will happen, Pete. It's going to be a resounding success, or we're going to completely never be asked to come back again. But I, I have a feeling we're going to be um, asked to speak again. Actually, it's the Evolution of Dental Medicine Summit. So we've got everybody: Theron Fleury, um, Gerd Leonhard, John Coyce, Hazel Glasper. Holy smokes! Kyle Stanley. Gotta love him. Love Kyle Stan. Love his message. Very cool. So Aaron, Aaron, if you want to, uh, if you want to come to Whistler, Canada, and, and hang out with us at the Aurum. The Aurum. There you go, Chris. No, or Aurum, buddy. Or, or, or. I don't think it's nah. like. I, I bet. I bet. Do you, you say R? Do you say Oreo cookie or do you say Oreo cookie? Oreo. Okay, then just do it. Or Aurum. 
Aurum, A-U-R-U-M, Aurum. I'm At any talk- rate, I hope Mark doesn't get mad. If, I hope if Mark is listening to this, he doesn't get, uh, get upset that I mispronounced it and Craig corrected me live. But anyway, we're talking about – I'm really excited about it because it, it's really, like I said, the three the disruptive areas of dentistry, and I think you get a lot from it, Aaron. And yeah, no, it sounds really re- interesting. Hopefully we can repost it after uh, we have the rights for those who did, don't hear it. We can repost it on the podcast. But That'd be cool. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be just uh, – it's going to be cool. It's going to be like a TED Talk style too, but, which is, seems to be the way that all dentistry conferences are going. You know, at D, we once spoke at DIA for the guys who, that's a great conference. And, oh, you know, yeah, they have, awesome. they, and they have a shorter, we actually adopted that at our summits when we did have speakers. Uh, we do have speakers this getting into like 20, 20 minute blogs, like a TED talk. And I think uh, success leaves clues. And they've obviously figured out the, 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 the presentation style that's most effective and people's attention spans waning out. It forces them to have go right to the point. So and speaking, of, it, we've got speaking of attention minutes, span. <laughs> we've got 30 minutes to, to get our message across. Some, I'm talking about global disruption in tech and, and yeah, software cool. and industry stuff. So it's going to be, so we're going to have to come out, come out swinging, right? Right there, Pat? Yeah. yeah. Hey, so listen, if you're liking this podcast, you like what we have to say and we're influencing and moving the needle and helping you guys, we love hearing from you. Please rate, like, or share our podcast. It means a lot to us. Um, that's why we do it. We want to give back. I mean, we're having fun, but we want to get people. Want to get back. Hey, last, last little thing I want to just say, crazy thing. Yeah. Check my story yeah. today. I met a guy who's a patient who comes in as a patient here today. Really cool dude. Dreadlocks, like looks really cool. And he's like, I'm the biggest fan of the podcast. I listen to every single one. I'm like, can, can you what? find out if he's a dentist? And like, he's not a dentist. I'm like, oh what? so literally oh he's God. like, can you sign my book? He's not even a dentist. That's he's our, awesome. he's our one non-dental, um, fan I so if you're you, i hope you gave him free i'm gonna ping him and say hey ask free dental work because i'll give him free fluoride is that cool does that count <laughs> free fluoride treatment 36 dollar yeah. value yeah it's for yeah your cost no um, i'm kidding sign trays sign fluoride trays remember those old school foaming trays you had as a kid yeah oh we still use those no you don't no i'm, j- I'm joking with you uh, all right guys Aaron, good talk thanks for being a good sport pal and uh huh? and and as always, continue success to you, buddy. And I look forward to kind of watching your, you and your, and your uh, YouTube channel grow. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. I had a lot of fun. All right, all right cool, guys. Take care. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Please rate and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast source. Check out BulletproofDentalPractice.com for video interviews and text BULLETPROOF to 345-345 to stay connected to us for special announcements. Have a great day.